What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, go to Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Make sure to check out the page where um, cosplayers have started finding out that their pictures are posted. They're starting to comment on it and stuff. It's real out there. It's a real world. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. How's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going pretty well. Yeah. So, uh, did you see any of the announcements last night? Uh, no. Okay. So, Disney did their investor call Thursday afternoon. Cool, cool. And by like eight o'clock, everything had leaked out, obviously. Yeah. I just um, wonder how that happened. Well, there's plenty of nerds on that call, I'm sure. Do Who could have predicted this? this? No, I haven't heard any of this. Um, by my count, there's at least 30 announcements. Cool. So I guess that's the whole show? Uh, I mean, it pretty much could be, yeah. Um, <laughs> so they did a ton of Star Wars and a ton of Marvel announcements. They also released trailers for a bunch of stuff and footage for a bunch of stuff. Oh, neat. Um... Yeah, we need it. We'll we'll make sure these are up today on the on the Facebook page. Uh, okay, so I guess we'll go with the footage they released first of all. They released uh like what I guess would be called the final trailer for Wandavision, which will be debuting I think middle January. Oh, man, it's crazy to think twenty twenty is already over. Yeah, uh, and then they will be. They also released the first trailer for Loki. Oh, these are these are the shows, right? These are the ones that are going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They also released some footage for Winter Soldier and Falcon. Is that a show too? Uh, that's going to be the middle show. So Winter Soldier Falcon is March. Loki, it looks like, is May, mm-hmm. and then in the summer is What If. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about this. And there's still some footage floating around of, like, an animated... It's probably the first episode, and it's basically... It's what if Sharon Carter um, was a super soldier. And so, basically, she's Captain Britain, but it's Captain America. Uh, And then she crosses paths with Steve Rogers, who's piloting the Iron Man, like, tank unit. Hmm. It's kind of a neat looking thing. Then the two of them are like they pair up, right? Now they're the real power couple. Yeah. Um. But so there's a lot. There's I mean there's just a ton. There's just a ton. So I guess first we'll start with this. Um. I, I've watched the Wandavision one and I've watched the Loki one. I didn't watch the footage of Winter Soldier or Falcon yet. Uh, everything looks amazing so far. Yeah, I mean these are these are basically this is the first time we've taken MCU characters and put them in a TV show. So I hope they do well. This is actually that's not true. Actually, that is that is a fiction. Were they in? Were they in? Two Shield? different MCU movie stars have come. Three different MCU, four different MCU movie stars have come to TV. Which ones? Can you do this? No. Okay. I didn't even know that uh, happened. <laughs> Agent Carter had her TV show, and in the debut episode, uh, Tony Stark's dad was in it with her. Okay, that doesn't count. That totally counts. The whole show was her. So the, in the first totally episode, count. 
So that's two of them. Nick oh. Fury was in the season finale of the first season of Shield. All right. He saves uh It might be the second season finale. The second season finale maybe when they're fighting the robots and stuff. He helps with the with the robots and all that. He shoots rocket launchers or something. Cool. And Lady Sif was in an episode of Agents of Shield. Okay. That's not what I meant, but all right. That's right. That's right. This when, is the... when, when I say when I say main, I mean like like actual integral characters here. Agent Carter had the whole show was about her. Two seasons of it. <sighs> That's not what I mean. I mean like of the main Avengers cast. I don't. I can't even. I, I can't even fathom what you mean at this point. Like, yeah. Do like you have want? Do you want Wanda to or Vision? Again? Yeah, because like, well, well like, because like, <laughs> Bucky was the whole point of of of. Uh, Captain America 2. Falcon has been a main character in like all three of the Captain America movies. Uh, I would submit that Sharon Carter was a pretty main character in the first Captain America. Alright, I'll, I'll give you Sharon Carter and Nick Fury I'll also give you. Okay. All right. But Lady Sif and Tony Stark's dad totally don't count. <laughs> Man, Lady Sif doesn't count. Man. She Two has like four out. lines and then dies. No, she's actually, she's the only one who isn't dead. Oh, no, you're right. She's the only one that survives. And she's All the other ones die. She's scheduled to be in Thor 4. There you go. Finally, so she'll she makes be in three. She'll be in three MCU movies. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count the other two. Dang, judgy. Sorry, Tony judgy. Stark's dead. Sorry, yeah. Brady Sif. Yeah, judgy. Um, and that was actually the second actor to play Tony Stark's dad. That's funny. Um, because in Iron Man two, they show clips in Tony Stark's dad's older, and it, now they get the older actor to come back and play older Tony Stark in um Avengers uh, Endgame when they do the time heist. Oh, that's right. But he was the second actor to play Tony Stark's dad. That's funny. Um, both actors have played Tony Stark's dad twice, actually. <laughs> Look, they're I, staying congruent and consistent with two different actors. I'm here. I'm here all week, people. I'm here all week. I can do this all week. You um, get listed facts. Just Tony Stark's dad in MCU appearances. <laughs> um. Okay. So these are going. These are exciting looking. So the Loki one, the trailer that they show, it starts off with the scene from Avengers Endgame. Where the cube, they screw up the cube and it slides right to the feet of Loki and he just picks it up and teleports. Mm-hmm. And then it shows where he lands. Uh, and it picks up from there. And uh, I'm not going to reveal anything because it's interesting. I think people should watch it. Uh, it's, 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 it sets up Loki to be an interesting character. I mean, he's, he's been interesting since his first appearance, if I'm being honest. In the movies? Mm-hmm. Um, like you're gonna tell me that he wasn't the best part, like one of the best parts of Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok, he was great. He wasn't as I didn't, I didn't like him that much in Thor. I, I think in Thor he felt really plain. Hmm. That's fair. I think he felt very betrayal villain a in Thor. Um, I mean, yeah, but he he found out he was a frost giant, but a small one. 
Yeah, a tiny frost. Like, does no one's ever explained that part yet? Why hasn't he? Tiny frost he... giant. I think that's actually lore. Like, that's Norse lore. When does he? When does he grow into a frost giant? He's small. He's not going to. That's his biggest size. Well, he can change shape, so it doesn't really matter. Do you think the all frost giants just change shape? No, Loki can because he's the trickster god. But did he? How did he know to change the shape into that of a person? I don't know. These are the questions I have. Like, if he's a frost giant, why is he such a crappy one? And if he's not a frost giant, why is he such a weirdo? He's he's a frost giant, but he's actually a trickster, so he can change his shape to whatever he wants. So he wanted to be human, therefore he looked human? I guess so. Or he didn't want to die, so he like, well, I'll just become human. But that implies that he knew he was a frost giant. Well, he probably did it unintentionally. Like a fight-or-flight response, like... If you dunk a baby underwater, they'll, they'll hold their breath. They're not just going to drown instantly. What is your problem, Nico? That's an experiment that they've done. I didn't do Who it. Who did that? <laughs> Why are you dunking babies? I'm not dunking babies. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Do I need to get to a lawyer? Did we just do an admission of guilt? What just happened? You can't prove any babies. I mean, I don't know any babies, so... I guess as long as you're good at what you do, I never will. I don't know what to tell you now. Like, Jesus. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm trying yeah. to talk about Disney. Someone's over here trying to drown a bunch of babies. Okay. Yeah, drowning them. They held their breath. They're fine. Allegedly. I mean, you could you could say that now. How do I know? <laughs> um. Wow. All right. So, can we move past you murdering babies now? Yeah, we can move past you. All right. Okay. All right. Um, the WandaVision stuff looks trippy. Like, I don't I don't know what's going to happen there. Well, I mean, they're kind of, if I'm being honest, they're kind of the weird ones of the group anyways. Like, that's true. The I still don't know how. Reality and right, yeah. the robot who wants to bang Small-time her. reality warper and living <laughs> robot man. Right. Who, who can... died the last time anyone saw him? He's dead. Right. He's been dead for a whole movie. Super died. Right. He blew up and then got his brain ripped out. Like, very right. dead. Yeah, and he wasn't even kind of in uh, Endgame. No, yeah, because he, he, he was part of the Infinity Gauntlet. Hey, was... Now that I'm thinking about it, was Scarlet Witch in Endgame? Yeah. She shows up at, like, the, the end with all the... When the... Like, everyone's fighting. But why didn't she help them with the heist? Uh, I don't know. Maybe she just didn't want to. She was alive. Mm-hmm. Because she's alive at the end of Infinity War. I guess that's fair. But I mean, like, to be honest, like, maybe she doesn't really care because she doesn't really have anyone else. That kind of means that the Avengers sort of just left her hanging, right? Like, yeah, but you're I going mean, like... through something because you lost your friend. Right, yeah, I mean, they all, but they all lost people. Like, Haw- right, Hawkeye, like... Hawkeye went crazy because he hit, like, he rolled, like, the worst lottery on the planet and lost his entire family to Thanos. Yeah, but they were clearly keeping tabs on him because James Rhodes and, and Natasha kept talking about him. So they knew where he was, at least. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe they just didn't want to bring Wanda into it because she was like, well, she was already an orphan. Her brother got shot. Her they lover she just... killed and then got, then was reformed and then killed again. They literally like... just left. And she's the most powerful of any of them on the planet at that point, because Captain Marvel's floating around. 
Yeah, and like Thor and they, doesn't like. Yeah, yeah, no one even knows where he's at, and they just like. <laughs> well, they know where Thor is, but he doesn't have his hammer. Well, they do. You're right. They do know where Thor is, and he's got his other hammer, and they just leave him there at the fishing village, but they can go get him anytime. Yeah, and they go and get his loser drunk self for the time heist. Well, because he wants to do it, <laughs> but they go get him. They clearly didn't want Scarlet Witch on that mission. Yeah, maybe they just thought she was too unstable or they, they she wouldn't want to come. I don't know. Maybe they asked her off screen. That is a good point. I never thought about it until just now. But yeah, as I was thinking about it, I was like, wait a minute. She was alive the entire fourth movie. Why didn't they... Like, Rocket Raccoon goes on the mission, but not Scarlet... And if Scarlet Witch had been there, maybe Nebula doesn't betray them. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't... like, And I don't even... like. I don't understand her powers in comics, let alone her movie, because they've explained even less. <laughs> like I don't get it. Like when Thanos goes, I don't even know who you are. That's also me. <laughs> you and Thanos were like, yeah, that's right. I I, I, I don't know who this is. is. <laughs> Her power description is effectively red psychic. I don't know. I don't know any other red psychic. <laughs> I honestly, uh, fair enough. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't want to argue with you. I'm afraid you'll drown another baby, so I guess I gotta leave it alone anyway. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> like they couldn't at least show one of them being like Wanda doesn't want to do it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like that's all it took. All of them. All it took was well, Wanda's not gonna want to come. Yeah. Like, who's gonna tell Wanda? And then they all like look around and they're just like, we'll call her when we get back. Yeah, they're like, you know what? On second thought, ooh, I don't want to buy it. Well, and like one of the gems is literally like the thing that powers her her potential boyfriend. Like, hey, Wanda, we might have a chance to bring Vision back. You in? Also, why didn't they bring Vision back? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's a good point. Well, I guess like yeah, because Vision got made in like a in like a day. Yeah, not only was he made in a day. um... He was made by someone who's still alive at the end of Age of Ultron with the crib. He clearly was an AI technology they could have recorded anywhere. They had just been messing with his brain in Wakanda. They could have had a duplicate. But more than that, when they used the gauntlet to bring everyone back from the bloop, it wasn't like he died to swap the soul gem. Like, I get why that guy can't come back. But what? <laughs> like, Vision was just murder. Like, it's the same. Like, bring yeah, him back. You could just rebuild him. Yeah, or snap him back. Like, well, I mean, they can't snap him back because he's an AI. What? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he doesn't really have a soul. Like, you could just take the gym and just put him back together. Probably do that with the glove, then whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's not like the gems are gone. Like, we still right. have them. They literally are holding them for. <laughs> they could have just done it. Like, I don't, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe they, maybe they just hate Wanda. They're like, let's not bring her on the mission to bring her back. Hey, should we rebuild Vision? Uh, it was kind of weird. I don't know. So that's what they should have shown off screen is those two conversations. Who's going right. to call Wanda? Not it. You know what? Let's just we'll call her when we come back. And then they finally they have all back, the gems. And they're like, hey, bro, we could we could rebuild Vision. Ah, Tony's dead. I don't really feel like it. Or it's like, like when Hulk puts on the gauntlet and Tony Stark's like, remember, only the people who got booped five years ago. 
And Hulk's like, what about Vision? He's like, nah. You know, uh, actually, I owed him 20 bucks. Um, let's just do the people by boot. <laughs> he was like, okay. Yeah, whatever. Again, this movie, not only is it full of weird plot holes, it's full of jerks. Like, the Avengers aren't nice people. No. No, not really. <laughs> I mean, Thor's literally bullying kids on Fortnite at the beginning of the movie. Which I love. Like, I love that part. Yeah. I love the idea oh, that like, uh, he would just make it rain over one of their houses. That's pretty good. Like, he's using his Thunder God powers to be super petty now. Because <laughs> he has no reason to be heroic. He just makes the storm cloud follow someone for like a year. <laughs> oh, that would be so great. <sighs> but like Tony Stark could have literally undone everything, and instead he wanted to keep his daughter. So he makes the world so much more complicated. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still like losing my mind over like not Gamora. Yeah, right. The Gamora they bring back is from five years ago. Not only that, she's not our Gamora. <laughs> right. She's technically an alternate reality Gamora. Also, um, what about the people who, like, were flying in planes? Yeah, they're just dead. They just all fall out of their death while everybody's fighting Thanos. Like, (laughs) there's so many issues. (sighs) So, they announced those three shows. So, that's neat. Um... They announced a ton, I mean, just a ton of stuff. They announced there's going to be a Fantastic Four movie. And yeah, baby, coming back. And the writer is going to be the, or the director is going to be the writer director of Spider Man. Uh, Watts, I believe. Joe Watts is his name. All right. Well, the Spider Man's been good. So the Spider Man's been great. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm enthused about that. Um, they released the name of the. Ant-Man and Wasp third movie. Quantum Mania. Oh, that doesn't explain anything. Like the whole bit is Quantum Mania. Right. Um, they have confirmed that America Chavez will be in Doctor Strange 2. Neat. And that Doctor Strange 2 will directly tie into the events from Spider-Man 3. Have we gotten Spider-Man 3? No, but it, the casting rumors that have been leaking out is basic. It sounds like they're doing some sort of Into the Spider-Verse concept. Oh, neat. Tobey Maguire and Garfield yeah. have both been listed as cast. James oh Fox my god, this is going to be great. Um, Alfred Molina, the Dr. Octopus, has been listed as I cast. Did, I did hear that. So there's a lot of talk that they're going to do some form of... Spider-Man. Spider-Verse, multiverse, something along those lines. Nice. Um, That's exciting. So I, I, I'm i interested to see what happens. Um, I thought I heard that they had, quite, that they had also cast uh, Emma Stone and... Uh, oh my god, I'm blanking our name. The girl who was MJ in the first trilogy. Kirsten oh. Dunst. I don't know her name. Uh, at this point, she looks like a full-grown woman, though. She no longer looks anything like a teenager. Now, granted, she'd be a full—she is, but she looks every bit of 30 or 40. So, like, I don't know what—I don't know how they're gonna 
Well, it could be. Well, the, the Tobey Maguire will probably be the older Spider-Man anyway. God, that guy's got to look 60 now. I haven't seen a picture of him in public in a long time. I don't know. Just They're just going to reuse old footage. It's going to be him from Spider-Man 3 going down the street. <laughs> and they're just going to cut to like... <laughs> Tom Holland being like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's Spider-Man 3, credit roll. That would be a terrible movie. Um... No, yeah, it'd be awful, but man, it'd be, dude, make so much money just for the meme. <laughs> they're going to reference it. You can't stop it from happening. They're going to have to pay Tom Holland a lot of money for him to look at, at Tobey Maguire and pretend like they're the same person. Well, no, they're not the same person because it's alternate realities. Yeah, but they're going to have to pay a lot of money for Tom Holland to even play long that he looks like Tobey Maguire. Like, it's alternate Peter Parker. Come on, it's not even the same guy. So when they were filming Spider Man Three, at that point, Tobey Maguire is like thirty four, thirty five. Um, he he'd hurt his back doing Sea Biscuit. Allegedly, like one of the horses had thrown him off. Um, also, he spent the last year and a half like smoking cigars and playing poker, so he was out of shape. Um, like it was a mess to get into production of Spider-Man Three and get going on that movie. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to fathom the concept of Tobey Maguire coming back and being Spider-Man again at all in any like form. Just gonna put him in the suit, just CG his head. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's technology. They're gonna have to green screen out his double chin. Yeah, you. <laughs> this is gonna be a train wreck of a movie. Anyway, this is gonna be awesome. This it's either gonna be well done or terrible. Well, I, you know, I just it's probably it's probably be good. Now Marvel's at track worst, record is amazing, is, right? Yeah, I mean we got we got we got like what like ninety movies and all of them are pretty good. Like the worst one is an okay movie, right? Yeah, the worst one you would watch over most of the DC library. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm... It's like you have to sit through the entire DC library or Thor 2. You're like, I guess I'll just watch Thor 2. Yeah, I can watch Thor 2. Yeah. yeah. Is that the worst one? Is that what everyone says? It's the most boring, so everyone thinks it's the worst one. Oh, man. It's between that one and, like, Miss Marvel. Those are my least favorites anyways. I like Miss Marvel because of the music, though. The music's good in Miss Marvel. I just didn't I just didn't like the And by the way, I just don't uh, like Miss Marvel that much. By the way, she's a captain, okay? Captain Marvel, my my apologies. She's a captain. She didn't earn the stripes for you to demote her. My apologies. She is Captain Captain Marvel. I didn't like that movie. She's the captain now, okay, buddy? She is the captain. Miss Marvel's a different character actually. Yes, and she was announced Miss Marvel and Monica Rambeau uh, as Spectrum will be in Captain Marvel 2. Neat. So, a lot of Marvel announced. Um, I don't know. They confirmed the She-Hulk casting, and they said Mark Ruffalo and the the guy who played Abomination will both be in She-Hulk. Wait, the guy that played Abomination in the first Hulk like nine years ago? The one with Edward Norton. Whoa. The Edward Norton Hulk is the one that's in the MCU, technically. technically. I know it is, but it's just so it's so old at this point. And, and untouched, completely untouched, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> they're bringing it back. <laughs> they're like, they're like, you know, you know, you remember Hulk, right? I was like, yeah, he's in all the MCU movies. Yeah, no, but like the movie Hulk, it's like, 
Wait, not really. Kinda. Wasn't that a different? Wasn't that a different guy? Did Edward yeah, Norton have an Apple technically... Watch in that movie? Like, what? What was the point of that one? <laughs> the only thing I specifically remember was the sound guns and him eating a USB drive. <laughs> That's right. all I remember from that movie. Oh, an abomination was in. That was it. That's the only three things. The most important thing I remember from that movie is they took the bit from the Ultimates. Where Bruce Banner is straightjacketed and falls out of a helicopter into a into a war zone and turns into the Hulk. They used him like a bomb. Yeah, they yeah because in the, in the Ultimates, remember the Avengers are just a little bit quote unquote realistic. So like Iron Man's armor takes like seven minutes to put on and all that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and they can't control the Hulk, so they use him sparingly because once they use him, they then have to. Usually find a way to put him down. You know, to, like, figure out a way to, like, stop him from exploding everything. Like, they either have to trank him or, like, the wasp will talk him down or crawl into his ears and shoot his brain. Like, they literally had to do, like, weird stuff to, like, to get Bruce Banner back to put the Hulk down. Um, and so they didn't like to use him. And so at one point, they're in the middle of fighting. I don't know who it was, but they had arrested Bruce Banner. So he's in the helicopter in a straight jacket. And uh, they're basically just like, yeah, get him angry and get him out of there. So the the soldiers are beating on him for like five minutes. They're like, he's pretty tranked up. We're having trouble getting his adrenaline up. And so they're like, so they just threw him out of the yeah. helicopter. They, they just toss him out. If that doesn't work, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so this just reminds me of the scene from Ragnarok where he falls on the bridge. Yeah. Where regular him <laughs> falls. Yeah, exactly. It's the bridge. And they're like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no, he's the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, it's the same concept. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I guess they're going to bring both of them. They're going to bring Mark Ruffalo and they're going to bring Tim Roth back. Uh, <laughs> what a case what a call. Imagine being Tim Roth being like, hey, you haven't done movies in a while. They're like, hey, you want to be back in the MCU? Well, and you got to think about this, like... He's in the later. one Marvel movie that they never touch on. Yeah. And he's no the main villain. It. And he survived. And they still don't bring him back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, no one ever brings up the Abomination in any other film. No. No one even talks about that time Hulk destroyed Brooklyn. Like, the whole Yeah, thing. That's, a, that's a good point. I forgot he did blow up Brooklyn. <laughs> like, what? Like, see, I don't remember any of this movie. But I, now that you mentioned it, yeah, you're right. Like, I specifically remember him at the end of the movie, like, standing there while everything was on fire. Yeah, like he was Godzilla or something. Yeah. And then he runs off because he's Edward Norton. And then we never see Edward Norton again. We just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just Mark Ruffalo. Oh, man. It's hard to believe they're, in the, they're technically the same guy. Right. Right. Also, that movie has, like, the funniest Hulk run animation in the universe. Edward Norton's? Yeah. I'll have to look at it again. He just looks funny when he runs. Um, well, my favorite part is... Because the Hulk shouldn't run. He's too big. Well, my favorite part is just when when Tim Roth is talking mess to him until the Hulk, like, cripples him into a tree. (laughs) Pretty good. He, like, just, he just, like, straight, like, chest kicks him into a tree. And little Tim Roth, they flash to him, he's light up in a bed. Like in traction, like stretched out every which way, so his bones can heal right. 
truly a travesty. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't... So anyway, he's going to be in She-Hulk. So that's cool. They didn't announce anything about Daredevil, about Moon Knight that I saw. I, they might they might have... There was a ton of announcements. I, I'm not even promising that I didn't miss anything. Um... We'll take a break here. This makes a good spot. This makes sense. This is a good spot. And when we come back, we'll talk about the Star Wars announcements. And then that'll probably take us to the end of the show. (laughs) This is Nerd Thug Radio. We'll be right back. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health prices straightened out. And get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeout uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where, as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest-growing counties in all of America. Uh, Thank you very much, and stay safe, and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, please go to the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Check it out. That's where all the magic happens. Like I said, uh, when Nico posts cosplayers of the day, they're so good that the cosplayers find themselves. So you should do it more often, and you should be checking it out. Uh, it's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, go hang out there on Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. This is Corey DLG, and I'm back. And with me, as usual, is little brother Nico. Hey, guys. What's going on? All right. So we were talking about Marvel before the break. And well, we're talking about the Disney investor call and a bunch of announcements. There's a couple other things we'll get to. And then here's what we'll do. We'll do these. Then we'll do the ad. Then we'll finish up with Star Wars. Um, so don't forget, Disney also owns FX. Oh, they don't everything. And Noah Hawley has basically like a, I don't know what you call it, but in television, a lot of times people sign agreements with studios, with production companies, with television stations, where they they pitch to them before they go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Noah Hawley uh, is going to do a Aliens show based on the... Aliens, like the Xenomorphs. That's weird. That's a weird thing to put in a Disney thing. So it's going to be on Hulu and on FX. 
but it's going to be a season of uh, Aliens brought to you by Noah Hawley. So it's going to be trippy. This is the Fargo Legion writer. Oh, wow. Okay. So Fargo has always been great. Legion has been crazy. Uh, there's no telling. There's no telling. Yeah, and, like, Alien is such a... The Alien, like, franchise has so many weird, like, things that you could go on. Right. So there's, there's so many like, stories that you could take from. And it's open enough that you could honestly do anything with it, really. Yeah. Now, it sounds like the story is supposed to take place on Earth. Well, that's a little less exciting. Really? You, that, you, that, you like that less? Yeah, like, kind of like the fear of Alien is, like, because they're far away and, like, nothing's familiar. Like, okay, alright. Okay, I don't, I get it, I get it. Um, Maybe that's just, you know. And then the other announcement, uh, they are lining up, they are in pre-production, this is the official term, for an Indiana Jones 5. And this movie will retire the Harrison Ford character. Until he dies in this one? I, I suppose. What about Shia LaBeouf? Where's he at? God, I forgot. He was supposed to be his son. He's in the fourth one. I guess that means he shows up in this one. Who knows? I honestly haven't seen Shia LaBeouf in a long time. I heard he did a movie that was pretty well received. He's done a couple that have been really good. He did um, Peanut Butter Falcon, which was him and on a uh, kid with Down Syndrome or Runaways. And then he does, he did, um, oh man, um, he plays basically his father in the autobiography that he wrote the script of that someone else directed. Neat. Honey or Sweetie or something like that. I think it's Honey. I think it's I think it's that one. And uh, you know, it, it it from his shades of his time as uh, what was well, who was he in the show? What was he? What show was he in on Disney? Uh, even Steven? Was he? I don't remember. He's. Uh, I think so. That's the one I remember him from when I was a kid. He was like the friend, right? Like in a lot of the shows or whatever. Yeah, like I'm sure he did other things. He was kind of a main character in that one. Um, and so basically it talks about like the life of a child actor like trying to break in and really what it's like when the parents are the ones like pushing it all. Like, mm-hmm. And so, and he, yeah, he places his really messed up dad That's in that relationship that they struggle with. And so like he got a bunch of nods for that. Um, I don't know. It seems like he's on the good path again. I don't know. I can't say for sure, though. They just did a, uh, <laughs> you know, they've been doing like these Zoom meetings, like for readings of movies. Mm-hmm. That's weird. They just did one for um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High for charity. And he played Matthew McConaughey's character, I believe. Oh, please tell me he did the accent the whole time. Um,. No, he was clearly sitting in his pickup truck smoking out, though. Nice. Like, trying off camera to not be caught smoking. But, like, he would lean off camera. He's only in, like, you know, 12% of the, the whole production, but he's on camera the whole time. So he'd, like, lean off camera, and then he'd come out, and he'd, like, blow smoke out. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. 
That's funny. And he was like, he was bobbing head to music no one could hear. He was having the best time ever, completely by himself. <laughs> yeah, Zoom meetings are weird. <laughs> um, so those are the last couple times he's been cited that I know of. But uh, yeah, I guess he comes back as Indy's dad. Indy's son, you mean? Or does he? Oh, Time he? travel. What? What? He plays Sean Connery. Um, so go ahead and do the Adventure Begins ad here, and then when we come back, when we come out of it, we'll do the uh, the Disney stuff, the Star Wars stuff from Disney Call. All right. So the Adventure Begins comes games and more is open and at full operating hours. You are going to need a mask if you want to come inside, though. Uh, they do have table space available, uh, and. They have events running back up. So Friday, that's today, uh, December 11th at 7 p.m., we have the Star Wars Special Game Night. Rev up your hyperdrives and come to our weekly game time. Learn the basics, try out new lists to your very own Wretched Hive or uh, Scum and Villainy. Attend, bring a Toys for Tots donation to get raffle tickets to get an exclusive Luke Skywalker in Hoth attire. Ooh. Exclusives. Uh, Saturday, December 12th at 2pm is the Pokemon Casual Meetup. And Saturday, December 12th at 6pm is Hammer Time. Warhammer and Tabletop Warhammer Meetups are brack, brack, back. <laughs> <laughs> so bring uh, bring your armies. I was, I was reading bring and like staying back completely destroyed me. So bring, sure, bring, sure you are. bring your armies and uh, have fun with your fellow war game enthusiasts. So they got their events running back up. We had our Digimon event not too long ago, and that was an absolute blast. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. The Adventure Games, Comics Games, and more. Uh, come on down. Say hi. Mention that we sent you there. They have all kinds of stuff available. Be sure to hang out with us there. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we sure did. We were there the 28th. Where we had a big Digimon event. It was awesome. It went well. Everybody had a good time. Uh, I want to thank everybody who came out and saw us and hung out with us and played cards with us that day. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so this call goes on, right? Now let's get into the good stuff, the Star Wars stuff that everybody's hyperventilating over. Um, yeah. They announced two new movies that I know of. Some of these other ones might be movies, and I just didn't know it yet, but the way they phrase it, it sounds like these are the only two new movies they announced. One is a Patty Jenkins-directed movie about pilots called Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron, yeah. From the video games. Okay, so they're going to do a movie about that. That's cool. And it's going to be new heroes for people to kind of get attached to and like. Yeah, that's cool. That's really neat. I like that. Okay, all right. Uh, interesting, positive take already, okay. Must have dunked a baby in the break there, I see. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, one of the, it's one of the classic Star Wars games that everyone will tell you. Like, oh, and this, one, just, this one's good. And they just released a new copy of it, a new, a new iteration of the Rogue Squadron, so I will say that. Um, the other one, the other movie they announced is going to be a prequel to Rogue One. Called Andor. Andor? Yeah. The movie, the 
Planet Andor. A N D O R. Can't say familiar. I don't know. I don't know enough. I don't know enough. Prequel to Rogue One, though. Okay. So I think it's going to feature the spy again that was in uh, Rogue One. Okay. Uh, the guy who was rolling around with the droid. Do like the droid. If he comes back, I'm going to be real happy. I did like him. Uh, you know, I just rewatched Rogue One the other day, and he's he is really good in it. His, it's just his, the timing of his humor is just so good. Right. <laughs> he's telling the girl, he's like, I'll be there for you. Lando said I have to. <laughs> right. He's like, I wouldn't leave you behind unless I'm told to. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so they announced that. So those are two movies they announced. And Rogue One was obviously the movie that, that kind of proved that they could they could do other stuff. Yeah, I mean, that movie absolutely slaps. I, you know, I actually knew you were going to say that. I I, I I honestly was going to say slaps before. <laughs> uh, but it did prove that they could go outside of the Luke Skywalker and still tell a movie. Yeah, well, because the best part about Star Wars isn't even, like, the main characters. It's the universe. Right. Uh, they also announced... I'm trying to find it here. They announced a couple other shows that I, one of them called Acolyte, which it looks like it's going to be another Sith Lord. Okay. It's about a girl who I think is either trying to become a Sith Lord or trying to fight a Sith Lord. I'm not sure yet. Um, and then the big, big news this is, I think, okay, there's three things. Okay. We from one to three. What's the three? There's three different things that they announced that are huge news, I think. Okay, I'll do. I'll I'll go in in order from least big to biggest. All right. Okay, least big of these three big things is they announced one of two spinoffs. There's going to be two spinoffs from the Mandalorian. Okay. One of which is going to be the Rangers, and it's Rangers. a concept they've started introducing, basically on the outer planets. They're basically like sheriffs or whatever. And so Gina Carano's character is made Ranger here late in the second season of Mandalorian. Uh, spoilers, I suppose. It's not really that big of a deal, though. And so I'm guessing this show is about her and some other Rangers in the outer area. Are they going to do... Okay, hold on. I'm going to wait till the other one before I start theorizing really hard. Okay. All right. So the next big announcement... Uh, is unrelated. It is casting news for the Obi- Obi-Wan series. I forgot we're doing that. Which is starring um, Edwin... old boy again. Ewan McGregor is returning to his role as Obi-Wan. Yes. And Anakin Skywalker Hayden Christensen has signed on yeah! to, <laughs> to return to the series. I can't believe it. He's finally back. The chosen one. So Hayden Christensen will be reprising his role as like neophyte Darth Vader in Obi-Wan. That's wild. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's like it's the early 2000s again, guys. So that's a big deal. That's a cool story. That's a neat story. But it's not 
the coolest story to come out of the investor call. All right. You ready? No. It's related to Luke Skywalker. Okay. You want to take a guess? Is he, is he coming back? Um, no. Okay. It is, they've announced, an Ahsoka series spinning off from Mandalorian. Oh, that's cool. Why is Luke involved? Well, Luke Skywalker was her master, so that's how it involves Luke Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker was her master. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Hayden Christensen, that's what I meant, but then I had the name Luke Skywalker in my head. Yeah. Because that was the whole, like, really tragic part about one of the best scenes in Star Wars Rebels is when Ahsoka fights Darth Vader and realizes it's her master and cries uh, about it. Well, I've been watching uh, the, like, the first half of the second season. It's pretty clear she already knows it's Anakin. She doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, because it's too sad. <laughs> it's not too sad. Quit being a beer. Well, she knew. She could tell by the end of Clone Wars something was wrong with Anakin. Yeah, but, like, he didn't expect this. <laughs> I think she was the only one who kind of did, honestly. That's fair. Like, by the end, when she's no longer a Jedi and her feelings are hurt, and then she comes back and he's so excited to see her, I think she was kind of like, hey, like, this is kind of a lot. Like, maybe. Anyways, no, what I was talking about with uh, the Rangers, um, what I was theorizing is that they might do a big stretch here. But this might be where they go because it's a really neat, like, kind of threat. Is uh, the Yuzong Vong? The what? They're called so they're basically like these crazy aliens from really far deep in outer space that are like completely unattached from the Force, and they like fight everyone. And that was the reason the Galactic Empire was set up to fight them. Well, I don't know when that happens. Um, but Mandalorian they... is what post? Yeah, so this is this is like this is post Emperor, post all this stuff. So this is so Mandalorian takes place post Episode Six. Yeah, but not before Episode Seven. Oh, I don't, I don't actually know the timeline. I know it's definitely after the Clone Wars, but but it's not Episode. It's after Episode Six because the Empire has fallen and the Rebel forces are flying around doing stuff. Yeah, so but in Episode. But in episode seven, if you recall, the first order is basically taking over again. Okay. So I haven't, I haven't started the new season yet. I'm waiting for the season to end so I can just watch it all in one sitting. Oh, so Mandalorian takes place. I figured it was after the fall of the Empire because there's like yeah. three stormtroopers in it. Yeah. So there's not because they're like they're they're they come across a little they deal with the rebels they deal with the Empire some and Rebels some. So it's pretty obvious that they're kind of still feeling stuff out. Right. Yeah, war doesn't um, end when just one battle. Right, yeah. So, like, there's still Imperial forces rolling around and there's still Rebel forces rolling around. Um, but by Episode 7 of Star Wars, Star Wars Episode 7, uh, the First Order rules everything. Again. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Way to go, Rebels. They're called Rebels. They're not called Winners. That's true. That's a good point. Um, there's some speculation that um, Mark Hamill may show up in the finale of Mandalorian. Um, they find him and he's just like, man, 
Blue cows. Um, if you recall, the Mandalorian is on a quest to return Baby Yoda, uh, Baby Yoda to Jedi's of any kind. So this whole season, he's been searching them out. He runs across. He comes across some people who are from the Clone Wars show. Um, the Mandalorians, the red-haired chick who uh, helps Ahsoka capture Darth Maul mm-hmm. in Clone Wars. Uh, whatever her name is, she and some other Sasha Banks plays a Mandalorian. It's kind of cool. Oh, neat. Her and a couple of Mandalorians cross paths with this Mandalorian, and they're all talking. And you find out that this Mandalorian is actually raised by a crazy warrior cult of Mandalorians. That's why he doesn't remove his helmet because mm-hmm. these other Mandalorians take their helmet off all the time. Yeah, and he's he's like, well, you can't be real Mandalorians if you take your helmet off. And and she was like, oh, you're one of those. And I don't remember what she says, but it's basically like a religion. And he was like, that's the way. And she's like, no, you guys are like a religious offshoot, but like they don't tell you that. Like, of course they don't tell you that. To be fair, that right. was that's old Mandalorian. Like, you don't take your helmet off. Like, hardcore right. so actual Mandalorians from the olden days. He's, right. super so he's old part school. of like an old warrior cult that believes in the old days. Right. And they're like, well, whatever, dude. <laughs> right. And so they're like, well, listen, we're real Mandalorian. Because he's like, you need to give me your armor so I can give it to real Mandalorians. And they're like, bro, we're more Mandalorian than you. Like, I was the ruler of Mandalore. So suck it. Uh, they call themselves, the rulers of Mandalore renamed themselves to Mandalore. Right. Um... That's, that's so, real, by the way. There's like 20 Mandalores. Oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, because once you become the ruler, you become the Mandalore. Like, the the guy. <laughs> oh, that's kind of... I, I would like that. That's what they do with popes. They rename them. Yeah. Once you pope, you get to pick a name. Right, yeah. That's the only reason I want to be a pope, so I can pick a new name. Right, so you're like, I'm Pope whatever. I am Pope T-Rex de la Gloria. Ooh, get it? T-Rex, because his name's Thomas. I get it. Yeah, well, no, T-Rex, because I'll eat you. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'm a fearsome person. Anyway, it's been a ton of news. It's just been nothing but big news. Like we said, we could do the whole episode on it. We basically did. <laughs> we have, like, four minutes or something. Yeah. No, we don't. Um, we have, like, two. <laughs> so I got in a uh, Twitter fight with uh, the guys from Comics, Kate. Good job. The head of it, Ethan Van Skeever, former comics professional, now leader of a hate group. Neat. Um, he's got a new, I didn't know, he's got a new Kickstarter coming out. And so he was looking for some action so he could drum up the masses and people could give him money out of hate of other, like, essentially, if you hate SJWs, you give him money so, like, you're, you're, so that he makes the comic books you want, right? That's what they say. Uh, so he drums up this controversy. So he picked a fight with me, and so we got in a fight yeah. on Twitter. He he used the term spurgy, which is a pejorative word for someone with Asperger's. I was like, I had to Google it. I, I yeah, that's a new one. I I didn't know that. I didn't know that you you could make fun of people with Asperger's. I thought that was sad, pathetic, inappropriate. I mean, it's never a good thing to make fun of the mentally ill. I don't think it takes this rocket science to say anything about that. Right. But, like, the idea that someone made a word and then someone else took the time to be like, dear Google, add this. Someone's got to do it. That's fair. 
I just he called me that and I was like I don't know what this is but he capitalized it like it's clearly supposed to mean something and I googled it and I was like wow what a sad what a sad also my sad com- person my comic books are the Kroger brand version of comic books they're not good or real okay and my pinned tweet kind of tells my life story a little bit you know car accident uh, radio show uh, dad passing starting publishing all these things like it kind of tells our story, mm-hmm. but it's my pin tweet. You have to go to my profile and look at it. And he basically likes he ba- he went to my profile and then started trying to make fun of that. It's like he was like, "You you beg people to buy from you because you're trying to act like your life is so bad. Like, sorry you broke your leg and your dad died. Big deal." And I was like, "Wow, you're a really empty person. Like, <laughs> are you really gonna fight me on this guy? <laughs> yeah, like, those like, aren't things that happened to me." Yeah, he was like, "Here's, here's my sales pitch." Starts crying. That's what he said that I did. I was like, "Well, no, actually, that, no, like, you have to seek that out. You have to find it. Like, one, you have to I find don't hand it, it to people, and two, never, none of that was ever mentioned in any of your campaigns." <laughs> right, right. I never ran a campaign on a here's my sob story, but I was like, "Why should you buy my books?" Well, if you don't know who I am, this is who I am, and it's so people can read it and decide if they want to buy my books or not. Like. Sometimes people need to know who the person is before they buy. So I give them that information in a pinned tweet. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't use it as a sales pitch. But anyway, he turned out to be a real, real great human being, if you will. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Also, Dragon Age 4 released a cinematic trailer. So I guess in the next year and a half, I don't know. Who knows? I never trust cinematic trailers because, you know, they release cinematic trailers and I'm like, don't worry, this will be out next year, and then three years well, later. This is the this is the second teaser they've done for this thing, but the first one was like two years ago. Exactly my point. So doesn't matter. I'm gonna say within a year. Like I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say by the end of 2021, they're talking about a Dragon Age four. Probably by the end they'll be talking about it, but I bet you it won't be out till 22 or 23, definitely. Maybe early 22. I can see that. I. I you can't start talking about a game much earlier than that. Ah, you'd be surprised. I'd be disappointed, but that is what's happened. Cyberpunk and all these other ones. I love how I love how Cyberpunk drummed up such a big controversy over nothing. Well, we don't have time to talk about it, but we will be back on Sunday, and uh, we will remind ourselves. That's where we'll start. We'll start with Cyberpunk on Sunday, on Monday's show. Uh. Everybody have a happy weekend. Enjoy yourselves. On behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, on behalf of Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Make sure to wash your hands, stay safe, play nice, socially distance. The hospitals are being overrun. The numbers are staggeringly high. Let's just try and be responsible human beings for, I think, 100 days, President-elect Joe Biden said. If we can give somebody 100 days, maybe we can beat this thing. Vaccines are on their way. Everybody get together. Everybody stay together. Fight the power. Black Lives Matter. We'll be back on Monday. Have a good one. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month.
Hey, Conros, it's Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah.